When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What's up, players? This is the talk of champions, franchise player. Always boss player. Forever. Welcome into Franchise Player. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter. He's David Johnson at Rebels247. I write for the Old Miss Spirit on three. And David writes for Inside the Rebels 247. David, my friend, how are you? You feeling better? I'm good, good Ben. Yeah, feeling better. Getting, uh, getting my voice back a little bit. Not singing yet, but uh, feeling better. And, and you know, it was such a strange day on Monday. It's such a somber day with everything going on with Coach Mike Leach. And I, I think it's only appropriate that – we we talk about that a little bit before we get into uh, all the Ole Miss uh, stuff that's going on as well. Um, certainly, our, our thoughts and prayers go out to Coach Leach and his wife Sharon and their four children and um, grown children, but children nonetheless, uh, during this uh, very difficult, difficult time. Uh, and, and certainly – Difficult for the family, but difficult for the college football world as well. It is. I was talking to my wife about it yesterday because he's been in bad shape for multiple days. And um, she didn't know who Mike Leach was. And for me, it was kind of profound, you know, because for a lot of us, the the best we can do is hope that people outside of our family, we left some kind of type of impact on everybody. You know what I mean? The people we ran into in a positive way. And for my wife, getting to tell her how much Mike Leach meant to me. And that sounds, you know, very self-serving today, but I have loved college football for as long as I can remember. It has been one of the most important things in my life. Of course, uh, your faith or uh, your family, all, all that stuff, we put it first, right? But as far as things that really matter to me, college football has always been one of those things. As, as long as I can remember. So like, it was my passion. It was my life's passion was college football. And I was one of those people, and you know this about me, everyone kind of messes with me because I'm, I'm very nerdy about some things, including numbers with football, like analytically looking at football in a different way. And who was the shepherd of that in the early 2000s when I was really in my formative years as far as what I do now, covering sports for a living, writing and talking about it every single day? Mike Leach. I had an obsession with Mike Leach. And he influenced so much of, my, of like what I believe in this sport, this passion that I love so much. And being able to explain who he was to me, that in and of itself is a legacy. Just like when my wife 
passes away, hopefully way after I do. She's a teacher. She will be somebody's favorite teacher for the rest of their lives, and that is a legacy. Mike Leach meant a lot to a lot of people, and it's not just the Mississippi State community who we all mourn for today. It's all of us who care about the sport. He is one of those transformative figures for a lot of us, especially my generation of impressionable uh, up-and-coming college football lovers. I was obsessed with Mike Leach. I was convinced. I, I would talk to my friends would make fun of me because I was just always saying anytime a coaching search would open up for Ole Miss, oh, Mike Leach, hire Mike Leach. And I would talk about on this podcast, Mike Leach, my love for Mike Leach. And to think that he doesn't exist on this earth anymore, not just in college football, is a tragic and awful and terrible thing. And all of us are sad. All of us are sad today. For our friends, Brian Haydad was the first one to tell me about this. He's been covering Mississippi State. It's, his love for Mississippi State is like yours and mine for what we do in, in, in the school we cover, right? And when he told me, I was devastated for my friend, for myself, for everyone, because this is a sad, sad day to not have Mike Leach here anymore. And it's, it's been, had a real profound effect on me the last couple of days. And I only share that to say Mike Leach had a legacy, a real legacy. And that's better than most any of us will ever get. And, and I'm thankful that he, for the time I got and like the impact he had on my life and one of the most things I'm most passionate about in this world. And I just hate that he's gone. I hate it. You know, I, I first became aware of Mike Leach way back when he was at Valdosta State in the Gulf South Conference. I was covering Delta State. And, um, of course, they would play once a year. Uh, it was uh, He was there with Hal Mummy. Will Muschamp was there for a while. And, uh, you know, just a whole, a whole stable full of bright young coaches. And uh, I guess it was back in 2010. Um, I was at SEC Media Days, and Mike Leach was in between coaching gigs at the time. And uh, he, uh, I, I got on the elevator. It was me and Terrence Metcalf, and lo and behold, it was us and Mike Leach on the elevator. And he was uh, promoting his book, uh, Swing Your Sword. And um, we had a nice conversation there on the elevator and talking about the old Gulf South conference days and everything. Such a pleasant man. And, um, you know, I just admire his, uh, his quirkiness, if you will. He, uh, you never knew what you were going to get. Look, I would call in to the sec teleconference every week. Lane Kiffin goes at noon central time. Well, just so happened, Mike Leach went at 11.50 Central Time. So about 11.45, I'm calling in, not to ask Mike Leach any questions. I just wanted to hear his call. And it always went longer than it was supposed to. Well, or sometimes shorter. If he wasn't in a mood to talk, That's he didn't true. talk. But if he was in a mood to talk, you might hear wedding advice, marriage advice, restaurant advice. Uh, you just never knew what you were going to get from Mike Leach. And a true giant of the game. He should be remembered that way as well. And, um, you know, it's just a, it's just heartbreaking. It, it is heartbreaking. Our, our hearts break for the Mississippi state fan base, more importantly, Sharon and, and their children. And, um, you know, it's something I, I, the college football world, you know, is united behind. Um, you know, I, I went over to their, 
24-7 site Sunday night and posted our, our prayers and condolences. And then by Monday morning, just about everybody in the 24-7 Sports Network had posted on the Mississippi State site expressing their condolences and, and offering their prayers for Coach Leach. And, you know, just a, just a terrible, terrible thing. But he's gone, and uh, we shall always remember him as the giant that he was. Perfectly said, because uh, when this long, grand story of college football, at the end of it all, when it's finally told, whenever the final story is done, he will be one of the chapters. He was that transformative to the sport. He mattered that much. His air raid, I mean, he was was innovative, and he was brilliant, but the one thing – that I, I think I said this yesterday when I was talking to Zach for Talk of Champions. I was like, what I really appreciated the most about Mike Leach, and it's kind of like my worldview now, we take what we do very seriously. We work hard. And we know Ole Miss means a lot to a lot of people. And again, it's been my passion since as long as I can remember. But Mike Leach, even when he'd have bad days, and yeah, something frustrated me, he didn't talk all that long. Most of the time, his general disposition was, what we do is a blessing because th- this is not a big deal. It's at the end of the deal. It's not that big of a deal. It's supposed to be a joyful thing. It's our entertainment. It's our passion, but like, it's supposed to be an inherently good thing that we all appreciate and love. Things can frustrate you. That's okay. But this is not digging ditches. This is not. Um, yeah. And, and he understood that, you know, a lot of coaches and you know this better than even me. I mean, we've both been doing this a long time, but you've been doing it longer. A lot of coaches that we've come in contact with the self-seriousness in which they approach this job is oh, really, yeah. yeah, but he was well, not well, that the it, complete it, polar it, opposite of that. Exactly. And, you know, it's, uh, a, you know, some coaches equivocate football to going to war. Yes. It's not yeah. that. It is not that. And uh, Mike Leach never mistook it mis- for, for anything that it, that it was not. All it is is a game. Mike Leach was a trained lawyer, okay? He was going to law school and decided, you know what? I don't want to be a lawyer. This coaching football thing looks kind of fun. It's I'll joyful. Yeah. 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 And, and, you know, the kind of guy Mike Leach was donated his organs. I, I mean, that's uh, – that's an amazing thing, you know, so that maybe somebody else somewhere can can enjoy life a little bit more before going on to the to to, to heaven. And um, I, I just, you know, my heart aches, my heart aches that that he's gone. And, and the fact that I mean, look, two weeks ago we were pulling against him in a, in a football game. But that's the thing. That was the beauty of him becoming the head coach at Mississippi State for me. It was like, oh, crap. Because, look, I mean, the rivalry is a thing. And I was like, oh, my guy is now at Mississippi State. But what he and Lane Kiffin did because of that lack of self-seriousness, they took what they did seriously, but they also understood where it kind of stood in the grand scheme of everything. He and Lane Kiffin turning the temperature down on this rivalry is one of the greatest things and one of the most lasting legacies, I think, that both of them will have well after now Mike Leach is gone. Yeah. Uh, but when, when Lane Kiffin is gone too, but this, this rivalry had gotten to a place of dangerous levels, in my opinion, where it oh, was yeah, so contentious and so angry and so hateful. And that's just antip- like antithetical of who Mike Leach was. 
So for him to be at Mississippi State, it changed everything about this place, even Ole Miss. And uh, I hate that he's gone. I, I hate that too, he's gone. Man. I do too. And you're, you're exactly right. I mean, you couldn't have had the two best coaches at the right time to tamp everything down. And they did. They truly did. Uh, and, and, you know, I think we found out it doesn't change the spirit of the game or anything, but the nastiness evaporated. It evaporated. It, 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 turned, it turned friends against each other. I have no reason to have the animus I had towards Steve Robertson. I shouldn't have felt that way. And it was, and a lot, I mean, a lot of the things, we disagreed on things, but the anger and hatefulness that we had toward each other and still to the, to this day have and need to, and both of us trying to let it go, but it was antithetical of who Mike Leach was and he and Lane Kiffin both and, and recognizing the lack of self-seriousness, I think is important and appreciate and understand that like inherently this job and this, and what we do, just like following this, if you're a fan sports football, this is inherently supposed to be a joyful thing. And from like a, a just an everyday standpoint in living life, we know we're supposed to be happy and try to be positive and try to look on the sunny side of things, but that's hard to do. And it just sucks that, you know, his passing is a stark reminder of that, that important thing in way in, in the way in which to live life. But he was that important to me. And I, I didn't really think, I knew we were going to talk about it, but I didn't think we'd go this far into it. But I, I just want it to be well known, like Mike Leach mattered. He really, really mattered, and that he's not here anymore. It's a it's a terribly sad day. I have no like I have my beliefs. You have your beliefs. I don't know for sure what happens or where we go when we die. I know I want to be where Mike Leach is because I think he was that great of a person. I really do. He was a great guy. Uh, Mississippi State announced his death officially at seven fifty eight a.m. this morning. Uh, from complications from a heart condition. And uh, there had been rumors, many rumors about his, uh, his well-being for the last month or so, really, uh, even prior to the Egg Bowl. And um, I don't know that anyone really outside of his personal circle knew how serious everything was, but uh, 61 years of age, Mike, mm. Leach, Mike Leach has passed away. Well, Ole Miss things are happening, and this is what this show is usually about. Um, I hate that we had to start it that way, and I wish Mike Leach was still here. Um, Ole Miss recruiting, a lot is happening. Uh, for just those that might be dropping in just for today to find out what's going on, what do you think are, are the most important things to know right now? Well, really the most important thing today are the two visitors on campus. Uh, that, uh, to me – yeah, bowl practice, the media gets their first look at the football team later on today. But uh, the two visitors on campus, uh, you're, you're talking about a former five-star wide receiver and a freshman All-American in the transfer portal, Chris Marshall, the five-star wide receiver from Texas A&M, and Adari Halsey, the freshman All-American safety from New Mexico. Uh, they were high school teammates in Missouri City, Texas, Ben, and uh, they're both here together today. A little note on Halsey, and you're going, okay, this kid's from Marshall uh, High School in Missouri City, Texas, uh, signed with New Mexico. 
what's he doing visiting Ole Miss? His father played high school football at Clarksdale, Mississippi High School. Oh. So he has, yeah, he has relatives here. And, uh, you know, as soon as he hit the portal this weekend, I was like, oh, my goodness, this is uh, this is perfect. And uh, here he is. Lo and behold, I found out last night, Adari Halsey going to be in Oxford today. And so is Chris Marshall, the five-star wide receiver from A&M. Look, I don't think Ole Miss has technically offered either one of them yet. But bringing them in on official visits tells you they just want to meet them, look them in the eye, make sure – you know, they're, they're, they're good citizens before they pull the trigger, kind of like what Hugh Freeze did with Marcel Reed at Auburn, you know, brought him in on an official without an offer, still hasn't technically offered him. Uh, we'll offer Marcel if he decides he wants to go to Auburn, kind of like that. Uh, the only thing is Chris Marshall got in a little trouble at Texas A&M earlier this year, was suspended. So, uh, you know, you got to check all that out. I, I kind of know the backstory on that, and I'm not going to get into it, but it, it, I don't think it's really that big of a deal. Yeah, that was going to be my question. If you had to, like, rate the bad badness of yeah, his background yeah. stuff, how would you so, rate uh, it? I, I think it's a, a, a mistake any 18-year-old kid could make. Okay. That's all. And uh, yeah, this is not, I mean, the Demas kid, it's a little, it's like, it's different with him. It is. It is. It is. Um, and he promised me an interview and then, then didn't give it to me. So uh, the Demas kid, but um, you know, both of these kids, tremendous difference makers. If you pick them up out of the portal, Oh my goodness. Marshall six foot three over 200 pounds. It was rated as a number three wide receiver in the country coming out of the 2022 class. He was at A&M this year, okay? Number one, he didn't have a quarterback to get him football, okay? Number two, he got into a little off-field trouble and was suspended. So, you know, you really don't think he's had his chance to shine yet. Uh, Halsey, tackling machine. Uh, you know, everybody missed on him, okay? And uh, he ends up going well, I don't to the know. I don't know about miss. Come on now. Maybe he just became that. No, I'd say they missed on him. Okay, yeah. well, like Braden Fisk wasn't what he is now, the, the transfer edge from Western Michigan. Yeah, Michigan. Yeah, and no, it was, I, it was I like a converted he, tight end or offensive lineman and became a dynamic edge. Yeah, they signed him as an interior offensive lineman at yeah. 240 pounds, hoping they could put some weight on him, and uh, they did. He grew and turned into a to a man child, and. Uh, but Halsey, no, I think I think they missed on him. You know, you look at his offer sheet, Ben, and uh, that's what I'm doing right now. Um, it was New Mexico. Kansas did offer him. So did Louisiana. Um, but then it was Houston Christian, Southeastern Louisiana, and Texas Southern. So he was pretty much tabbed as a high-level FCS player or a low-level FBS guy. And then he comes in this year and, and proves everybody wrong. Now, granted, it wasn't the SEC, but if you watch his film, this guy can haul, he can hit. Uh, and look, he is a safety, all right? But he's 220 pounds. This guy could play linebacker too. There's no doubt about it. He could play a hybrid type safety linebacker hey, who, role. Who are, they, who are they graduating? Otis Reese. That's right. That is correct. So, I mean, he's kind of that kind of guy. So, 
that hybrid. Uh, yeah. So to me, that's the most important thing going on today. Um, and then, you know, we get to see the Rebels bowl practice. And of course, we're going to have our notebooks out and we're going to be looking for transfer portal guys <laughs> who's still practicing, who's gone, who's not going to be playing in the bowl game, all that sort of stuff. Different stuff. You remember when we used to cover bowls and it was, hey, man, let's uh, get a look at some of the younger guys. Not yeah. Even. Yeah. Well, and I still think you'll get a look at some of the younger guys. Um, offensive lineman like Preston Cushman he's going to be interesting Cam East Preston Cushman I've I've said this since fall count Preston Cushman is going to end up being uh Ben Brown he's going to be that type of player uh I think Cushman breaks into the lineup in 23 um I could see him having all-american potential it really could dang that good yeah yeah I think so I really do he Could was he, out there as an 18-year-old true freshman this year. Um, and I saw him do some some really good things. I think he flashed. 2022 was an outstanding year for Ole Miss Athletics, punctuated by the baseball team winning the College World Series. As the calendar year comes to an end, please consider supporting Ole Miss Athletics with your year-end giving to help them sustain their incredible momentum. For more information on ways to give to Ole Miss Athletics, Visit their websites at www.givetoathletics.com or www.championsnowolemiss.com. That's www.givetoathletics.com or www.championsnowolemiss.com or call their office at 662-915-7159. That's the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation, one of the many proud sponsors of Talk of Champions. The car buying process can be a lot. I know, I've been there. You just want to get in and out with a new car and the best deal. Simple. Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford keeps it simple. They're going to take care of you, get you in and out with your new vehicle with a great deal. Their inventory right now is priced to sell. And what separates Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from any and all competitors is they aim to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. Contact them today at 662-234-8000. That's 662-234-8000. Stop by and see them in person at 2201 East University Avenue in Oxford. That's Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford. To find your next perfect car, truck, or Jeep, Alan Samuels, let's be friends. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. When's the last time you thought about retirement? What about saving for your kid's college? In these crazy economic times, working with a professional 
is of the utmost importance, and that's where my friend Thomas Chandler comes in. Thomas is a financial planner with Capital Financial Group, and he wants to help you make the right decisions for your financial future. So give him a call today at 662-296-0186. That's 662-296-0186. And tell him that Ben sent you for a no-cost consultation and get started toward financial independence today with Thomas Chandler of Capital Financial Group. I think because of him and because of Cam East, those two together, it makes offensive line finding a guy out. You know, they, they can prioritize wide receiver and maybe a safety or a cornerback, which is a sneaky big need for them now. As they can prioritize more important positions because unlike at other positions at offensive line, they have some legitimate young guys coming up. You can't really say that about many spots on this team anymore. Yeah, that's very true. Very true. You're right about that. But, you know, um, Chris Marshall, Adari Halsey, that's what you need to remember about today. Uh, and, and and look, uh, also Paris Shand will be here tomorrow and Thursday, the big defensive end out of Arizona. So, uh, you know, it's a, it's a big week. And it's kind of funny in recruiting. Used to, back in the old days, two years ago, one year ago, <laughs> All the all the official visits were on the weekend, right? Yeah. And 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 we would all get out there at six thirty in the morning. It would inevitably be twenty five degrees, and um, it would be me, you, and Neil, and um, our, our old counterpart Yancey, um, huddled up, freezing to death, <laughs> trying to catch these kids as they're walking across the parking lot. All that's kind of gone to the wind now. I mean. They one of us, in. I will not say who, one of us would blow their nose into their hands sometimes. Oh, God. Oh. Oh. You're, you're, yeah. Okay. That's, that's terrible. But yes, you're, you're accurate. Um, it wasn't Neil, me. It wasn't David. Only, only Neil is laughing at that because he knows who we're talking about. But yeah. um, anyway, um, all that, all that's gone now. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, I mean, we can't go out there on a Wednesday and stake out the inn at Ole Miss for 12 hours. You can't do that. I mean, so now it, it it's just it, it's just different, Ben. It's very different, and and I I, I I I like it in a way, and in a way, I miss some of the times we had uh, shooting the crap out there because it was always a lot of fun. Well, I'm looking at wide receivers. Dante Thornton from Oregon. He was kind of an early name. I haven't heard anything about him. We've mentioned Demas. Ra Ra Thomas was on a visit over the weekend. Um, Dorian Singer's on there. Ramillo Brinson. But really, it feels like the ones they've offered are the ones we should be paying attention to, which is Ra Ra Thomas, Joshua Cobbs from Wyoming, Caden Prather from West Virginia, and now potentially uh, Chris Marshall from Texas A&M. Yeah, and um, Ra Ra Thomas, okay, he comes in over the weekend for his visit to Ole Miss which I understand went fine, was very good. But uh, the problem with that is he left Oxford and went to Athens and uh, it wrapped up a visit to Athens, I think either yesterday, last night or this morning. Um, so, so Ole Miss is, is battling uh, the bluest of the blue bloods in college football for Ra Ra Thomas. I felt really good about Ra Ra Thomas when he went into the portal and that Ole Miss was going to be his first official. I, I, it's not that I feel bad about it right now, but I don't know. 
I mean, what 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 has Georgia offered him? Uh, where does he fit in Kirby Smart's plans? That's something to be concerned about. Yeah, I could believe yeah. that. I could believe that. The thing is, is I still don't feel particularly I like overwhelmingly concerned. I, I still kind of feel the same way I did going in, and that was Ole Miss was in the driver's seat prohibitive favorite for Rara. So while I do think that maybe they're not the prohibitive favorite anymore, they're still the favorite. So I'm not moving off of it all that much, even with the threat of Georgia and stuff like that. Yeah. One of those, it just, it's, it's going to be frustratingly bumpy, but I think the destination will ultimately be the same. Oh, oh, good. That's a good way of putting it. I, I don't think I could have said that any better. Um, maybe, maybe not the prohibitive favorite, but they're, 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 well, maybe, maybe so. We'll see. Um, yeah, how many the part of the portal, right? Yeah, it is. How, how many receivers do you think ultimately they they finish with from the portal? I, I'm my number's two. I have three. Okay, okay. I, I I don't doubt three. If they can get three, they won't. Yeah, that's that's the caveat. Now look, look let's move on here to the run because like well, well real quick before we move on like yeah. Treshawn Holden you and I've talked about this so many times it was expected last year he was going to get in the portal and Ole Miss was going to get him he gets in this year and Ole Miss did have some interest again but it felt like well obviously I think at this point committing to Oregon he was already down the road some of them it, you know it's already down the road and and done that it feels kind of like that with the safety that's coming in you know kind of like, does yeah yeah it feels like it's really down the road yeah, I, I can get that. All right, running backs. All Let's right. talk running backs. All right, look, I know for a fact, I can unequivocally say, unless they're lying to me, Dante Dowdle is done. He's going to Oregon. Um, I think you could take him off the board. Ole Miss probably will still recruit him up until the 21st, but I've been told that uh, he is solid with Oregon. So Chris Johnson committed to Miami. So now out of the three, Dowdell, Johnson, and Kedrick Reese Cano, it's only Reese Cano that is not committed somewhere. Um, what do you think Ole Miss's odds are of getting a commitment from Kedrick Reese Cano, who told me he's not signing to February anyway? So what, what I'm saying is if he doesn't sign until February, does Ole Miss look in the portal for a running back? No, not yet. Not yet. Because they do return Quinshawn Judkins. Zach Evans, still still a question mark. I don't think we'll know anything until after the bowl game about him. Well, that throws a wrench in it then. That definitely solidifies to me that it will uh, be. And Ulysses Bentley. Yeah. Who, uh, you know, has all the talent in the world. We didn't get to really see it this year at all. Uh you know, but but he's no slouch either coming back. So if you have to have a one-two punch of Quinshawn Judkins and Ulysses Bentley, there's nothing wrong with that at all. No, but no, but you, you still need a third. You need a third, absolutely. Kind of makes Riscano a must-get, but I feel better. You say he's going to wait till February. That makes me feel better because he just went to Penn State, and interest is only going to get more intense this month. It could die down in January because most schools – Fill up after the first signing period. Yeah, and, and look, I'll, I'll throw this in. My Penn State sources are telling me when Riscano left Penn State, uh, they they still felt the same way they did when he was before he got there, and that that 
Ole Miss is the favorite. So they don't think they made up a lot of ground with him this past weekend. There you go. But I feel good about it. I feel like he's a must-get. And they're far enough down the road with him where it'll make it unnecessary or a redundancy to get a portal guy now. You can wait to the spring. There'll be somebody in that eight, that two weeks in April. Yeah, and with the portal, you always have to throw in the caveat unless it's the right guy, unless always. it's the guy, yeah, you know, you know that you just can't not go after. Um, if the next Zach Evans shows up, you're not going to turn that guy down. Correct, exactly. So, and look again, we don't know what Zach Evans is going to do, right? I mean, well, that's the yeah, crazy I, thing. Um, yesterday. Unfortunately, somebody at the On3 News Desk tweeted out a graphic. It had nothing to do with the Ole Miss spirit that Zach Evans was potentially returning. Don't know where that came from because we don't know anything. Um, and I'm surprised that we don't know at this point, to be honest with you. You say it was probably going to come after the ball. I haven't heard anything about it. I've just yeah, – like, it's, it's long been held that he was going to – like the belief has long been held that he was going to be gone after this year. Go to the pros. It, it, it has uh... – you know, and then Zach was injured at times this year. He didn't have the year that he could have had. He still had a great year. Um, but but I, I've got a prediction to make. I think Zach Evans goes off in the bowl game because I think this is the game where he wants to catch the attention of NFL scouts. I think, uh, I think it's going to be an unbelievable bowl game for Zach Evans. I do. And if he has a great game, probably going to the NFL. Oh, yeah. I think so, too. And that doesn't change Ole Miss's calculus now as far as recruiting running backs. Riscano is still that guy, and um, I think they're on track to commit and sign him in February. That still doesn't necessarily take them out of the market for a portal guy in the spring. It's just a more truncated and limited pool of guys to get. If there's another Zach Evans that wants to come to Ole Miss, they're going to take that player. Absolutely. Yeah. I just don't yeah. think that presents himself this month. Yeah, and that's one thing to point out, too. Everybody shouldn't freak out if everything doesn't end up the way you want it to end up during this first portal process that sometime in January because there's another one coming up in the spring, and those guys will be eligible to play in the 23 season. So, you know, just just you push the reset button and you carry on. Um, And I kind of like that in that – you know, you can look up on January 10th and or February 1st after the last signing day and go, okay, here are here are here, these are our needs. This is who we need to go after. And uh, you know, so it's kind of a, a fresh start. Are you concerned about Marcel Reed at all? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because look, he's been committed to Ole Miss for a long, long time. And you know. Something happened where he's decided I need to look at another school or two. And, you know, he went on the visit to Auburn this weekend. He'll be in College Station at Texas A&M for the second time in less than a month, I might, I might remind you. And, um, you know, that's uh, – yeah, it's a concern. Absolutely. I think it is. I, I, you know, and, and you can only go back to the – the saga that played out the last couple of weeks of the regular season here and the uncertainty. And you got to figure when all that was going on, I don't know what the Ole Miss coaches were telling Marcel, but he's reading the news and maybe he got, you know, some, some cold feet there and decided, Hey, I'm going to look 
at some other places and some other opportunities. But, you know, in the end, I think he's going to stay. I think Ole Miss signs him. But, you know, when you've got a kid that's committed to you and he's on an official visit to Auburn and then he's going back to Texas A&M, yeah, you got to be concerned. He's not going for the donuts. Well, maybe. Maybe he's going for the powdered sugar and uh, he's sprinkles. Not, he's maybe no, no, not 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 doing that. Not okay. doing that. Just being hopeful. I still don't think he's going to end up anywhere but Ole Miss. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But but you asked me if I was concerned, and I am concerned. Uh, sure. What's your concern Absolutely. level? Ten being well, I'm terrified. One being ah, it's fine. Uh, four. I, I would say a four. Where would you be? Four is about right. I like four. Yeah. And, um, you know, we'll see what happens. But, um, you know, if, if he were to defect, it's terrible. That, that's, that's pretty killer. When you get your quarterback commit, I mean, that's the foundation for your class. And uh, this late, if somebody pulls that brick out of the wall, you know, it's kind of tough. Not that it would affect anybody else coming here. I'm not saying that. But, we need a quarterback in the 23 class. Period. Hey, look, Dan Mullen never got over um, not signing Matt Corral. And he was a late guy that flipped. You're right. In a December. You're I right. don't think that's going to be Marcel Reed, but if it were to happen, that is a, that's a tough thing. Oh, yeah. Imagine Dan Mullen in Florida with Matt Corral as his quarterback. Mm-hmm. It would have been different. Dan Mullen would still be at Florida, I do believe. Oh, yeah. With Matt Corral. Yeah. And for those of you that don't know, Matt Corral was committed to Florida. Yeah. And when Dan got the job, he didn't keep him. And he comes here. Matt Matt comes to Ole Miss. And everything, the rest ties, everything ties back to Mississippi State in one way or the other, right? Yeah. It's the curse of C.J. Johnson. Something like that. Our buddy C.J. That's yeah. Funny. But, God bless uh, Mike Leach. It's um, it's a terrible day. It sucks. And it is, man. I, I I just want to scream. I, I tell you, I do. I really and truly do, man. I am so pissed off that Mike Leach is not going to be with us anymore. That he is gone, and uh, you know, I you know, I've had a lot of people on our message board talk about Ole Miss should do something to honor Coach Leach in in the Texas Bowl. Um, what, what's your thoughts on that? Hell yeah. I Going think back so to too. Texas, I mean, look, man, my group of people, my my generation, those Texas Tech teams were just life-changing. And watching yeah. Ole Miss, like one of my favorite memories of my life, sports memories yeah. of my life, when Ole Miss beat the shit out of that Texas Tech team. Because that oh, Texas yeah. Tech team was like, they were gods to me. Michael Crabtree, I mean, I loved that team. And then Ole Miss goes and beats that butt, man. So, yeah, yeah I, I, he matters that much. And, I mean, and, yes, like, there is connective tissue with Mike Leach and Ole Miss and Mississippi State. Hate, hate each other as they might. It's like, you know, they're brothers in this in a lot of ways. You know, they're estranged. They're brothers that grew up just being rivals and hating each other, always trying to one-up each other. But at the end of it, at the end of all things – Brothers are brothers. And yeah, you know, it, 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 it's kind of like I think Ole Miss should honor Mike Leach. And it's Absolutely. kind of like uh, in the movie Marshall, 
when the uh, Marshall coaching staff goes to West Virginia to help them rebuild after, after the plane crash. And Bobby Bowden is the head coach at West Virginia at the time. And they're asking Bowden if they can watch some of his tape and game film and stuff as they try to develop their offense. And Bowden's like, heck yeah. And they're walking down the hall and Matthew McConaughey, who plays, uh, who was the coach, Coach Red, uh, and I can't, I can't think of his name, but anyway, peeks into the equipment room and all the West Virginia helmets have the Marshall logo sticker on their back. And, and that was a touching moment in the film that West Virginia and Marshall being rivals, West Virginia had chose to honor that Marshall team. And um, while this isn't a team, it's a giant of the game. And I would love to see, you know, Ole Miss come out with a pirate flag on the side of their helmet or something. I'd be, I'd be perfectly fine with that. I, I think it would just be incredible. And with Lane Kiffin as the head coach, no telling. There is no telling. Shared grief is important, and being there for people matters when terrible things yeah. happen. So, support. Yeah, support your people, man. And Mississippi State, Brian Haydad, all those dudes. Mike Leach, those are my people. So, yes, do something. He's David Johnson. I'm Ben Garrett. Thank you, my friend. I'll see you soon. Howdy, howdy, everybody. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.